Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, 400 years ago this year, a reasonably well-known playwright called William Shakespeare published the first folio of his work. It contains that engraved picture of the bard you'll be familiar with and also contains 36 of his plays. On the open market, these folios have sold for 10 million. Three copies of the folio will go on display in Scotland this year and we're joined now by Professor Adrian Street, Head of English Literature at Glasgow University. Adrian, good afternoon. Hi, Sean. Now, these were published after his death, uh, as I understand it. What was kind of the idea? Was this kind of like, let's collate all his work together? Yeah, that's right. It was a, a group of a uh, couple of actors that, who, who worked with Shakespeare who were in his company, The King's Men, and they gathered together uh, a number of the plays. Some of the plays had been printed before in, in, uh, in earlier editions, but a number of the plays hadn't been printed. So about half of them had been printed before, half of them hadn't. And so they gathered them together into the first folio to uh, bring all of the plays together. Uh, and it, it, would it be the case that that some of the because I understand like the Tempest and Macbeth that was their yeah. first time being printed. Did that effectively save those plays? Well, the, the, the plays were there in manuscript, probably uh, those plays like Macbeth and the Tempest and Twelfth Night. And the acting company probably held those manuscripts. So there's a chance if the first folio hadn't have come onto the market that those plays would have been published in, in smaller editions at some point. But the, I suppose the traditional story really is that the first folio saves these plays. And that if it hadn't been for the, the publications of the first folio, we wouldn't have uh, 18 of, of those plays. Um, it, it's hard to know exactly, but, but that, that's what most scholars tend to say. Mm. And who would this, when they published this first folio, who was it aimed at? Well, it's a good question. I mean, it, it cost a lot of money. Uh, the printers, uh, we don't know exactly how many copies were printed, but the rough guess is around about 750 copies. And that cost in, in early modern money about £250 uh, for the printers to, to, to produce these plays, which is about about £30,000 in today's money. So a huge sum of money. And so uh, the printers wanted to get a return for that. And so the, 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 the first folio was aimed at a market that had money. So, you know, not your kind of average punter on the street. And uh, a copy of the first folio, an unbound copy of the first folio, would cost you about 15 shillings, which is about £100 today. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted it bound, uh, you could take it to a, a, a print shop and get it bound, and that cost the whole thing would cost you about a pound, about £130. So, you know, you're talking about people with cash, people with a lot of money, uh, a lot of dis- a disposable income would be buying uh, the first folio. Yeah, and and in those days when this would have been published, Shakespeare mm. wouldn't have had uh, the stature he has now. We, we, I mean, and there there are you know there's comments from Ben Jonson. As you understand, there's a couple of Ben Jonson poems in there. He would have been yeah. better known at the time. Yeah, I mean Shakespeare was popular, um, but he certainly wasn't uh, as popular as he later became in the 18th and the 19th century. And Jonson was was a, a friend, a colleague, a rival. Uh, and somebody who uh, a few years earlier had also published his his collected work, uh, and so in a sense, you know, the first folio is is modelling itself on on that earlier example. And and Johnson got you know in, in, flagged off really for publishing his, his collected work. You know, this wasn't something that that, that, that was done. It was seen as, as sort of arrogant. It was seen as uh, pretentious and premature. <laughs> uh, your works were t- tended to be published you know after your death. 
and and uh, Johnson was also a great kind of classical scholar too. And one of the things that you know he he said about Shakespeare was that Shakespeare wasn't you know the kind of classical scholar that he was too. So it's an interesting connection between the two of them. But you know, no, you're right. I mean, Shakespeare doesn't become the figure that we all know now, the kind of global figure, really. Uh, until the, the 18th and the 19th century in particular. And there are all sorts of reasons for that too. Adrian, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That's uh, Professor Adrian Street, Head of English Literature at Glasgow University. And if you're over in Scotland uh, over the next year or so, you could look up that's being shown at, uh, uh, at various locations over the next year. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm. On News Talk.